calling sick, calling sick to the to the to the natural man. And don't don't call it sick to the one that's able to give you the power to obtain wealth. Amen. And eternal life. He got more to offer than the job. You're right. The benefit package is better than, than <laughs> with, with Jesus than with the job. Right. But we'll give the job our all and give God our less. Amen. And be wonder why God is not pleased. Right. Praise the Lord. Praise Hopefully we'll tell you something that's going to create my fire in you. Praise the Lord. Amen. To you all. Thank you. Uh, God for my wife, praise the Lord, and all of you that are here. Praise the Lord, my God bless you. I pray for you all, always. All right? Amen. Uh, we're going to talk about something that we need to understand. The Bible tells us, above all, I get it, get understanding. Amen. In another verse, it says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. They refuse to come and learn of me. They feel like I don't need nobody to, uh, I don't need to learn anything. I can pick it up and, and, and figure it out for myself. Well, when I pick it up and study it, it put a fire in me. <laughs> I don't understand how they learn in something. They learn in what? Sometimes our biggest weapon, besides ourselves, mm -hmm. is what we can put in our hand and click and type and push. Come on. Praise the Lord. Okay. I'm going to get you into this. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about something that is going to do something for us. Besides God, it is unity. Unity is very important. That's right. A lot of people grow up to be independent. Mm -hmm. But you need to unify yourself with somebody eventually. Right. Praise the Lord. We're going to talk about some things. Uh, to understand why you need unity. Unity is the absence of being isolated by yourself. Yes, sir. Right? So to be effective in this world and in Christ, you need to unify yourself with somebody. Now, I'm going to give you some examples. Hopefully I can get through this before my time expires. Uh, okay, got it. Now, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to give some scripture for you. Uh, there must be unity within the church to produce power to perform the work of God. Amen. So everybody wants to do the work of God. Amen. But it must be unity within the church to produce this power. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. If you come to church and you're all, I don't like this, I don't like that, you ain't unified. Amen. We need to be all on the same page. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you good examples of unity. I'll give you good examples of no unity. Now, one of the most powerful forces in the world is unity. Amen. It is very much important in our life. We might not think it is, but it is. There, this applies to both evil and good situations. Uh 
God testified to the power of unity for evil when he said to the builders of the Tower of Babel, he said, Behold, the people is one. That means they were united together as one. One unit. And they have all one language. And this they began to do. And now nothing. See, he said, when they begin to unify themselves and be all together, one language, and this and then things that they begin to do. Now nothing will be restrained or nothing will stop from them. Meaning no matter what they do, they can't be stopped. Yes. Because they unify. Which they have imagined to do. This is Genesis 11 and 6. They put their mind to it. Yes. And they unify themselves. They nothing, they, they, nothing they cannot do. This is what God said. Amen. Now. That lets you know unity has some power. Yes. That's why the devil works so hard. To keep us divided. Yes. He do. Yes. He loves to start stuff in the church. We go out there and deal with the hell and all that other stuff out there and we'll bring it in the church and throw it on each other. You looking at me and cross-eyed and that, looking at me, wonder why I can't, why you didn't shake my head and why you... Jesus, Jesus. You're going to learn something if you pay attention. Yes, sir. When human beings unite together for a common purpose, all speaking the same language, their ability to perform and accomplish is greatly enhanced. Uh -huh. If we were just united together on the same page with the same mind, agreeing and doing the same thing, we can achieve some great things. Do you believe that? I do. Amen. Why you can't achieve it alone? Because it ain't meant for you to do it alone. That's right. Man was not put in this earth to remain alone. Amen. Oh, God wouldn't have created a woman. That's right. <laughs> and the fact that, well, you born and you got grown and you independent now, you got the freedom to go and do as you want, make your own decisions, go eat where you want, drink where you want, do what you wake up when you want, go to bed when you want, you still need to unify yourself with something or somebody. Proverbs 66 says, it begins to tell us something. We're trying to get you to understand that the, the, uh, how important unity is. Mm -hmm. What lesson can we learn from unity? Proverbs 66 says, go to the end, thou slower, consider thy ways. And be wise. Now, many of the lessons that we can learn by observing, there are many lessons we can learn by observing the little tiny ants. Mm -hmm. One of the most important lessons is the power of unity. Right. As the ants unite for a common purpose, they are able to move mounds of dirt many times this time. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Working together. Amen. What you cannot do by yourself, you get reinforcement with other human beings 
You can pick up stuff that you normally couldn't do by yourself. That's right. But I have to wait for this one and wait for that one. It don't matter. We need to encourage one another to be, be unified with the body. Because we're trying to do something, not for self, but for the Lord. We can't do it by ourselves. You understand? We can't do it by ourselves. We need a team. The New Testament church had its beginning in unity. We heard about that, right? In unity. Uh, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered together in one accord in one place. This Acts 2 and 1. This was not an accident. It was the purposeful goal of the early believers. Mm -hmm. It continued to be that way of life with them. And this is talking about in Acts 2.46, Acts 4.24, and so on. I can call out another scripture. But Acts 2.46 says, and they continue daily with one accord in the temple. And in breaking of bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Now the success of the early church can be attributed to their oneness of purpose. But the early believers were constantly tempted to go into smaller groups also. They were tempted too. Cliques, party groups, and favorites were not unknown among the early believers. For this reason, Paul admonished the Corinthians to band together in unity. He began to say in 1 Corinthians 1 and 10, Now I beseech you, or I beg you, brethren, by the, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no division. If you want to speak, and I don't like you, to, to show that there's no division, I should just sit there and listen to you anyway. There's no division. Amen. Right? Amen. Right? Yes, right? That there be no division among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in this and in the same judgment. Any question? So what must we do to keep unity? I'm open for suggestion. What do you think we ought to do? We ought to have a carnival. No, no. no, no. <laughs> We're not in it for that. Amen. <clears throat> We're not trying to entertain people. We're trying to get unity. Praise God. What must we do to keep unity? Let's examine the, the lesson here. Now, genuine efforts is required to achieve this one. You must put forth an effort to achieve unity. Amen. It don't just fall in your lap. Yes, unity in your love. The harmony and peace in the home just, just fall there. It must be achieved by working on it. I need to find out what my wife like. She need to find out what I like. And we try to compliment each other. Uh, else, if it's all about me and it's all about her, we'll be bumping heads. Like two books, two rounds. Harm and unity must be uh, uh, worked at. 
It must be demanded and forcefully grabbed and taken hold of. Take the bull by the horn and say, look. We are achieved by the power of God. We can achieve it by the power of God. That which is the unregenerated mob attempted to accomplish in battle. Mm -hmm. We are to we are all to speak the same thing and unite together for the common purpose. That's right. Amen. It's not about if I said, well, we need to come together in prayer. What do you think? You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to go out Are we united together? What page are you on? Amen. I'm going to bring some stuff that's going to really blow your mind and say to yourself, yeah. Now, to have unity of spirit within the church, every Christian must renew his mind with the word of God. The word of God is constantly there to renew your mind. So when your mind begins to drift, before it gets too far, the word of God will catch it and, and clean it and renew it. Amen. Why people drift off and don't, never mind they renew, because they don't stay away too long and they heard God's word too long. So now it can't do nothing. They can't help but follow the master that's leading them. But if they submit themselves as they're supposed to in unification, we come together unified for one purpose. That's right. For the Lord. Amen. Yes, we individual, we all being members, but we're one body. One body. Praise the Lord. So we must make sure that we renew our mind with the word of God mm -hmm. so that you and me can think like Christ. Amen. Not like the, our old selfish, Jesus, Jesus. ungrateful, complaining self. Not like the children of Israel that were put out in the wilderness for 40 years and they complained about every, any and everything. Even though they got what they needed to survive, they still looking at where they came from. Sin. Mm. Or bondage is prayer. And sometimes too, Yes. Even though, you know, me as an individual, I may not understand anything. Sometimes it's not always the right time to be like, well, I don't understand. I ain't doing it. You know, sometimes it's not the right time, especially when, like you said, the common purpose, you know, we're trying to draw others to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they had, um, there was an instance one time where I went to a church and I saw, you know, I saw people truly, sincerely getting delivered, like getting saved, truly, sincerely. And the uh, the preacher or whoever called me up and, and they said something, and honestly, I, I received that as a, a false prophecy. What he was saying, I'm like, that's, you got the wrong person. Like, that's not me. And in that moment, um, Yes, did, did I have a right to be like, hey, you wrong. Or, mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah, I could have done that. I could have, you know, I wouldn't have been, you know, saying anything wrong or dishonest. But in that moment, I seen people getting delivered, not necessarily by what he was saying, but by their, but by their own faith. Uh -huh. You know, they had faith in God so much that they were being delivered and set free 
had I been like, man, what you told me is wrong. You know, like, you wrong, you lying. <laughs> you know, that could have knocked them out. They'd be yeah. like, what's going on? And so sometimes, you know, there's a time for that. Mm-hmm. And you have to know when, you know, to back down, you know, and then you have to know, you know, when is the right time to address it. Uh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. See, most people be like, well, I'm going to get him straight now. Yeah. We're not, look, okay, we, we get it that there's some people out there who are trying to make a name for themselves. That's right. They ain't they concerned about Jesus Christ. That's right. They just want you to think they somebody great. Mm-hmm. And the way to handle that would be just after service where ain't nobody around. Talk to them and say, you know, you were wrong what you did. Right. And some people think their mission is to expose them. Yeah. You know? okay. You're right. I, I, need to, I need to let everybody know he ain't right. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, God, when he's ministering to people, he'll tell one person, he'll tell a guy, uh, some, somebody that maybe called himself a prophet, tell that one person to tell somebody something, and they want to overdo it. Mm-hmm. Where they tell that person one thing, and then they feel like I need to tell somebody something else, tell somebody something else, tell somebody something else, hoping that it come true. Right. Oh, we want to, oh, to add to what God. Add to what God is telling us, right? God, that ain't right. God said He gonna bless you. I don't know with a new job next week on Tuesday, but we add if you sow this seed. Yeah, God yeah. Told yeah. Me. <laughs> well, yeah. That hundred dollar seed is God will give it to you. <laughs> Look, I ain't that one. Yes, right. I'm not one. No, no we need some word. Amen. We don't need no blessing. <laughs> we need some word. Do look. My pastor told me, you do what the Lord tell you to do. God will bless you. You ain't got to add nothing. I ain't got to put nothing extra in my pocket or in the church. And God will bless you. Yes, He will. I tried and it worked. Amen. I did just what He said. I said, this man don't know what he's talking about. Yes, He do. Amen. Yes, He do. There's a lot of false people out there. Yeah. All they try to do is fleece you. Get, get, take as much dollars you got in your pocket. Right. <laughs> Just to make them feel like they're all that. But I'm not in there. Look, I'm trying to get the church unified. There's a reason why we need unity. Now, okay. So we see that Christians must renew their mind with, it, with, with the word of God so that he or she can think like Christ. The most important part is your, your lifestyle is you to think like Christ, talk like Christ, behave like Christ. Yes, sir. It's not enough to think like it, but act like your old self. Right. You need to think like it, act like it, and behave like it. Yeah. Romans 12 and 2 talking about that. Now, when each of us have the mind of Christ, this is what's going to happen. When each of us have the mind of Christ, there will be no division among us. Thank you. So why does we get why do we get divided away? This one act like he hate that saint mm-hmm. because somebody ain't got the mind of Christ. But you know the person who don't have the mind of Christ will look at me and say the problem is me. Right. In most cases, the problem is that that person, right. and and they in denial because we can't even approach that person to tell them. Mm-hmm. Well, I just say see. It, you don't realize that we playing them like a fiddle. Praise the Lord. But you got to be on guard. At least that end up being you. Thank you. 
All right? So we, we see that when each of us has the mind of Christ, there will be no division among us, and we will be perfectly joined together as God intended. Remember, what unity can do, we can accomplish some great things yes, if we unify. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Moving on. To get us to understand unity, the church is committed. It, it, it has a job to do something. The church is compared the church is compared in the scripture to a human body. Amen. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Human body. It talks about it. To let us know and this is to let us see what unification can do for us. So it uses the human body. Jesus spoke in parables using various things that people can relate to to understand better. If I use my human body to relate, you, uh, to, to uh, demonstrate what unity can do, you will say, yeah, that's right. Now, uh, and this is talking about in 1 Corinthians 12 and 12. The body has many individual separate members, right? I got two hands, I got two eyes, I got a nose with two nostrils, I got two ears, I got a mouth, I got a leg, I got an ankle, I got a, a calf, I got a foot, I got another foot, right? Amen. Yet all these members together make up the one body. That's right. You look at me and you say, that's a fully functional human being. You don't see nothing missing. Right. You make up one body. For healthy efficient and productive operation of the human body, each individual member must cooperate with every other member for oneness of purpose. Come on. If I feel the desire to scratch my face, I have to tell my hand, reach up and talk. My hand don't be like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> they looking at me. I ain't going to do it. I'll be like, come on, hey, let's, let's do this. Oh, no, I ain't going to do it. You better get somebody else. <laughs> and when I say head, my foot don't say, well, let me do it for you. The foot know its place, and it stays right there and say, hand, come on, be obedient. Amen. <laughs> now, if I do desire to scratch my face, and my foot keeps going up there, you'll say, something ain't right. See, that's how I look when, when, we, when we, we ain't unified. It ain't working efficiently as God has right. produced it. They be like, something ain't right here. They come in this church. We may have songs. The word may come forth. But they see something. Yes. They feel something. Yes. Say, something ain't right. Jesus. They ain't unified. It's some type of thing. Something going on here. Yes. When someone sits in the church and get up and just walks out, or someone just upset with it and I ain't coming back. Well, you a member. Why ain't you a member? We're a member. We do. We, we do it. When I decide I'm going to work, I don't leave my, my two legs and my foot at home. It comes along with me. If my mind says, I don't feel like going to work today. But my I tell my mind, which is the controller, I tell it, hey, look, you going. <laughs> and I get up and I, start, I take one step and I say, come on. 
And it goes. Amen. And sometimes we talk to our body. We say, don't let me down today. <laughs> right? We pump it up. Yes, sir. I can do this. Yes, sir. I ain't tired when you're tired. <laughs> I, got a, I, I, got, I got a little bit more. I, I can do a little bit more. You know how we do. Praise the Lord. You need all these members working together. You got these fingers, five fingers on one hand, five fingers on the other. All these members on here, but it works together for that common purpose. Expertly done. Right? No problem. Now, this is this is awesome when we see it work together. And in most cases, we view it as Nothing spectacular. Right. Right. Because it's something that we see on a daily basis. It's common. Mm -hmm. You get behind a vehicle and you drive a car like it ain't nothing. And you see people handling and maneuvering. You think of it as, that's normal. That's a good point. We never take it for granted or never ask ourselves, how are they able to do all this? Right. I can't remember <laughs> to calculate this all day. The brain steps in and handles things precisionally well and gets you from point A to point B without any incident. Praise the Lord. You intellectual part of your body begins to do things at the job and memorize, brings things to your mind and stuff. Your body, your brain is working there trying to coordinate, telling you it's time for you to do this. You get up and go do that. You go do this. You do that. You do that. Oh. But anyway, thank you. Praise the Lord. It works together. Now, what could human effort do alone? What could you do alone? What you can do alone is minimal. Yes. Right? You can you can do that. It's, it's very, it's very minimal what you can do by yourself. Yeah, yeah, you. I, I, I don't need nobody help. I do it by myself. There's some things you don't need somebody else. Praise the Lord. You may say I can do it by myself, and I'm one for being independent. I don't like to call nobody. But I realize that I can't do everything by myself. I just don't have the physical strength. Praise the Lord. You can't do it. You better wake up and realize you need somebody. Now, we can never buy. But anyway, our efforts to live holy alone wouldn't work. Trying to say, I'm going to do God's plan without anybody helping me, you're going to fail miserably. Unless it tells us that we could never, by human efforts, enter the body of Christ. We are baptized and emerged into the body by one spirit. Neither racial barriers or social standing have any uh, effect on us within the body. Jesus said of this process, this, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. This is John 3 and 6. Now when we are born again, it is our spirit which was dead in trespasses and sin, which is reborn. As we allow the Spirit of God to renew our mind with the Word of God, 
we can achieve unity, in fact, not just in theory, but in fact. Right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm thinking I might be able to do it. But if you keep trying, you begin to say that I'm doing this. That's right. How many times of us came to Christ and said, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. I said that many times. Amen. Speaking my own defeat. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it. What I said, I don't think I can do it. Thank you, Jesus. I hate to see people give up before you even try. Right. They see somebody playing basketball, they say, they go out there and make a a, 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 a mockery of themselves, because people say, look, you said, you know, air ball, all this stuff. But they keep trying. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And they might even, they say, man, I ain't good enough, but they keep trying. But well, when it comes to God, oh, I don't think I can do this. You can do it. You just got to try. Now, the human body is one, but it, it is made up of many members. It's one body, but many members. The body of Christ, likewise, is but one body composed of many members. Now, each member has a specific function. Mm-hmm. Where people mess up, they don't know what their function is. So they cover the one that's noticeable. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to do. I want to be the head. I want to be the head. I want to be the boss. Mm-hmm. But they ain't qualified to be the boss. Because if they were, they'd chase everybody away. Mm-hmm. So, but they still try to. Let me, let me tell you some, some, some of this stuff. Let me see if I can break it down to you. In the human body, as long as each member functions within its intended purpose, the entire body is profiting. If a member attempts to neglect its function mm-hmm. or to presume upon me or to invade upon another member's function, the body suffers. Mm. Now I'm sitting here talking with my mouth, right? Yes, sir. Well, if my foot decided it wants to get up there and talk too, it's invading the, the function. And I, I look deformed. Amen. I look like a freak of nature. Amen. You say, what's going on here? Right. Any question? A hand has no problem operating as a hand. Right. It would have considerable trouble acting as a foot though. Yes. It would have even more trouble functioning as an ear. <laughs> One very simple way to discern the proper place of a believer. Some people don't even know this. The proper way to discern a, a, a place a believer has in the body of Christ is to notice whether he or she functions smoothly, easily, without undue friction in a particular position. Yes. If there is a great deal of conflict, pain, or failed effort, it is a good indication that he or she is trying to fulfill the wrong role in the body of Christ. Jesus, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Never thought about that. Think about it. If my foot decided it wants to take over my brain, we got a conflict going on. Yes, sir. So now we fight. Mm-hmm. 
Praise the Lord. Any questions? Let's examine the health of an individual member pertaining to unity. All right? Uh, this is not healthy for us to see our members fighting against each other. Body, you know, like you, a lot of times cancer, when it gets in people, a certain type of disease, the good cells attacking the, the, the bad cells attacking the good cells or something like that. And that's, it's, it's not, it's not cooperating the way the, uh, the body is intended to be. So it, that's something that it must be stopped. Mm -hmm. Great efforts have been put into it to stop the body from attacking each other because it's destroying. When we are not working together in unity and, and talking about each other on the side or in our clique or in our group or at home, we are attacking each other and we hindering each other from prospering in the plan of God and people coming in and receiving what they need from God. We hinder that. But we're not here to spectate. We're not here to, to give their opinion. We're here to conform to be to the oneness and the unity that God required for us, that we can be a good body or function the way God intended for us to function. That's right. Praise the Lord. Uh, the health of an individual member of the body is of the utmost importance. Individuals' health and skill in their specific function would mean little if the member did not cooperate with one another to achieve common purpose. Everybody, every member of my body needs to cooperate to, to achieve the 100% the purpose that God intended for it to, right. to do. Amen. If it tries to get, work against me, it's not going to work. Now when hands desire to reach for an object, the arm, elbow, and perhaps the feet must cooperate. When the eye uh, wishes to see an object, the eyelids, head, and neck must cooperate. When the feet wish to go to a certain place, the ankles, toes, legs, and knees must cooperate. In the body of Christ, unity is required if the work of God is to be accomplished. Each member must be willing to find his or her function and cheerfully perform it. Praise the Lord. Not get upset. Cheerfully. I got to do this. Cheerfully. Cheerfully. You want me to do what? Cheerfully. But you do it so well. You do it better than everybody. Cheerfully. I don't want to do that. That's beneath me. Look. Y'all know me. I come up. I do anything. I get down there and do just what y'all... What y'all think I won't do is what I will do. Amen. So if I do it, what, should, what makes you think you believe it? Because you want to put on a suit? Take the suit off then. <laughs> you got to walk around with a suit in town all the time trying to impress somebody. Sometimes you don't need no suit. Get down there in the trenches. Yes, sir. You want to start dictate orders, but you don't want to do nothing. Don't want nobody to tell you nothing. Look, we might... We gotta be willing to do something. Amen. We gotta be. We gotta learn how to cheerfully perform duties that we otherwise don't want to do. Mm -hmm. 
Some of us can't even keep a job because we get at a job and say, oh, they hired me for this. And when they tell me to do that, I, I didn't sign up for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come on. My job told me to do stuff I, that I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Then I said, wait a minute. I'm bridging over to another department's right. job. Yes, sir. But I don't go and complain. I said, oh, let me go. It takes more effort to sit there and complain and whine and cry than just go do it and let it be done. Yes, right. But people get more satisfaction out of complaining so they cooperate. Yes. Just cooperate cheerfully and perform it. Watch your review be a good review. That's right. Amen. 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 He or she must not fail in that his or her duty because he or she is not in the position he or she likes to be in. Mm -hmm. I don't like eating devotion. I don't like eating prayer. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like. Well, what do you like? Sitting down doing nothing? <laughs> 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 but when you do all this other stuff, you're doing so good. But when you sit down and do nothing, it don't look so good on you. That's right. Another truth is that the members to which we give the least honor are the most important. Those to which we give the most honor may be the least important. For instance, good example. I'm not saying this is always, but in most cases it is. Like most people do not honor a pastor of a church. Most members of the world, they don't honor no pastor. They get right in front of your cousin and do it. Even you get members in the body that they yes, sir. Yes, sir. they'll treat you like you ain't nobody. Amen. Only the few that realize that God sent that man to help me and we gonna you know, other than that, everybody's like, Jesus. Yeah, you treat me like a dog now. But you want you want this position. When you get here, you're gonna be tasting that same thing. By somebody else. And you're going to realize how sweet or how bitter it tastes. Man, they don't like me. They like they don't respect me. They don't want to do nothing. I say, come on. Yeah. Welcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. The Lord know how to do his thing. For most the face, I'm, for a good another example of this. For instance, the faith is most often given the most time and attention mm -hmm. out of your whole body. You get in that mirror and every morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the reality, or the relative attractiveness of the faith in comparison or insignificant when compared to the statue or importance of the liver or the heart. All right. It ain't noticeable, so it doesn't get that much attention. Right. But it pales when it ain't functioning right. We don't care nothing about how pretty you look. Yeah, right. We want the heart to work right, right? We must be careful in the body of Christ not to underrate 
the importance of any member, even those who are behind the scene with the least glamorous job or vital are vital in the uh, a smooth functioning of the body of Christ. That's right. You, you got members in your body mm -hmm. that get no recognition at all. Mm -hmm. You never say, my liver is working wonderful. My kidney is doing this job. <laughs> you just assume he's just going to do it. Yeah, you don't give it a thought. When it ain't one, you still don't know. Like, I got some fear, right? You go to the doctor and say, but this ain't working, right? You be like, what? And all of a sudden, you're concerned. That's right. Every waking moment is, my kidney, my kidney, my liver, my liver, my this, my that. That's right, You ain't thought about it then. All the time you put that greasy food in you and that, that junk food all day long, but now all of a sudden, I need to eat better. I need to do this. I need to do that better. Let you know something. How we give it the most important. Yes. Better late than never, though, right? Amen. All right. Amen. Okay. Any questions? <coughs> Next examination. Uh, no, we're going to talk about that. So, how do we get unity? How do we get it? What did I just? I, I talked a little bit, mm -hmm. and I gave you some information. How do you get unity? How do you think you should get that unity? You gotta learn how to appreciate every member. Appreciate every member. Mm -hmm. The weak one is what's strong. Remember, the weak one, you, in order to help the weak one, you have to consider yourself when you was weak. Mm -hmm. And say to yourself, I used to be like that, but I need somebody to encourage me instead of put me down. Right. So now that I, I'm, I'm encouraged, I'm gonna be their encouragement for them to help them come along because they need this, they need this, you need to have somebody to go home and realize no one is, is thinking about you, talking about you don't know nothing, you this and that, it, it hurts. Yes. So you need encouragement. So, we, but, but, so, so, this is, this is one way they say to, if we can encourage them. Now, another way to help individuals achieve unity. You wanna know this? Yes. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't say to yourself, tell me what I can do to achieve unity. Okay, Paul talked about it. <clears throat> we must, Paul instructed the Ephesians about the necessity, necessary, the necessary requirement to achieve unity. Mm -hmm. He said in uh, Ephesians 4, 1 through 3, he said, Paul said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech that you, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation when you are called with all lowliness and meekness and long-suffering and forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Amen. Endeavoring mean endeavoring mean you got to keep put an effort. That's right. It ain't just gonna fall in your lap. Would somebody wanna like, like, like the guys in my job sometimes, they, they, they see somebody and say, oh, what, 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 you want a hug? Then everybody starts laughing. You kind of like break the ice. I know, I want a hug. I'm trying to tell you my point. Oh, come on, man. But we need to, we need to try our best to keep us in love with one another, in harmony, working together. That's right. 
And we shouldn't be to the point where we're ignorant to Satan and vice. We know that the devil want to play us like a fiddle mm -hmm. to keep us divided from each other. <laughs> when you got a mind that don't want to be around the sanctified folk, it don't matter what you think they did, you need to be there. Yes. That's right. I don't care if my body was hurting and I felt like my feet, I was walking and I got tired and my feet collapsed. I don't go in there and say, feet, you, you ain't no good. I still pamper it. And say, come on, let's try this. Let's do this. Amen. I'll walk with you. Amen. I don't just cut it off and then throw it over there in the side. Right. Just hop along down the street. No. We want to encourage it. Amen. We got these people want to work together in unity, but don't want to unify themselves with nobody. That ain't going to work. No. Praise the Lord. You're going to tear it down. It's better off if you just go somewhere and stay there. Then you tear up the harmony that's already here because every time you come it's a problem it shouldn't be we're working together amen. to achieve one purpose amen. to unify ourselves so we can glorify God that's amen. Right. Amen. That's right. and as we glorify God it helps us and it helps you help everybody yeah. help everybody's blessed Praise <coughs> Praise okay, uh, so uh, as Pastor Paul uh, uh, was saying uh, In Ephesians 4, 1 and 3, he began to tell us, he began to show us and tell us in the, in the, okay. Letting us see that we need to examine, we, we, letting us see what, how we need to keep unity. Now, let's examine what is required for unity. What is required? You mean to tell me it's something required to keep unity? Yeah, it ain't gonna just fall in your lap. <laughs> so, if I tell you this, are you gonna try to do it? Or are you gonna just throw it in the garbage? Right. Listen, what's, what's required? There's something that's required for unity. Okay? The uh, characteristics are necessary to achieve unity is lowliness, I just said it, meekness, long suffering, love. Efforts. Yeah. Now, first we're gonna talk about loneliness. Loneliness, one of the most one must be willing to humble himself and to prefer his brother. He or she must not be uppity or boastful, yes. nor should he or she seek to take the high place. Yeah. Alright? Number two, meekness. A recognition of one's total dependency on the Lord is necessary in the pursuit for unity. You got to stop saying, I can do this. You can't do nothing without the Lord. Amen. Stop trying to be in or uh, independent. Say, I, I, I can't. You need to be dependent, not independent. <laughs> I'm dependent on the Lord to help me do everything. I don't even stand up here and talk to you without praying. Because right. I depend on the Lord. Amen. Amen. My knowledge ain't good enough. I need God's anointing. Nothing would destroy unity more quickly than individual who suppose who suppose uh, they are self-sufficient. Who, who say to themselves, I don't need God to help. I can do this without. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Long suffering. 
The members of the body must be willing to suffer with each other. They must not, out of impatience, separate themselves from the other members of the body. As I was just talking about earlier. Individual members of the body are helpless alone. You don't got mad at the body, so you walked off. What you gonna do by yourself? Nothing. Because you helpless by yourself. You intended to attach yourself to a body. Look, I don't always go, before I go to bed, pat myself on the back or pat my leg or pat my knee and say, good job, knee. You, you didn't let me down today. Good job, foot. You... Don't always wait, wait for somebody to be tooting your horn to feel good about what you're doing. Right. Do it. That's right. Do it. Do it. Praise the Lord. Praise. Do it. The body cannot function properly without each member. That's for a long suffering. Love. One motive in the striving for unity must be love. As defined in 1 Corinthians, we got to learn to love each other, not with our mouth, but with our actions. Wrong motives will destroy unity. Okay? Efforts. Do our, although our spirits are born again, we are still living in our fleshly body. We fight daily with the downward pull of the human nature. Don't you? Jesus. Anybody in here got the Holy Ghost and don't feel a downward pull of the human nature? Come on. Tugging in there? Yes. To work in unison or to work in unified efforts with other members of the human race requires great effort. When you got to go work with all different types of race people that normally you wouldn't associate yourself with, it requires an effort. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Especially if you've been raised to hate the white, to hate the Spanish, to hate the, hate the this, to hate the Haitian, to hate. Not that I've been raised that way, but you got to learn to deal with this. You, I, I don't feel comfortable working around these type of people. You better learn how to do it. Amen. Jesus, Jesus. If you want to keep a job. Amen. Jesus, Jesus. So the job is really helping you learn how to get it on. It's not about you. It's about the collective pack. Not the one, but the, a lot of times, if the one act, don't work hard in harmony with the pack, one gets booted out and another one gets added. Right. And say, let's see if you can do it. Yes, Man. yes, yes, that's right. Praise the Lord. One must bring himself under authority. Yes. You the authority. Say, tell yourself, you need to learn to work with that person. Mm -hmm. Make it happen. Amen. Restrain. Restrain himself. And practice a great deal of self-control. Self-control. Learn how to control yourself. Mm -hmm. Learn how to control your temper. Learn how to control your attitude. Yes. Your, your bad thinking. Learn how to control your mouth. Before unity will be achieved, that person may end up, you may end up getting that person and say, I don't like working with you. Mm -hmm. And your brother, you be like, well, I don't like working with you. I just put up with you. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what unity does. Yes. It don't complain. There will, 
There will be things he or she wants to do that he does that he does not do. There are things, there are things that you might want to do that you don't do. And there may be things his new nature does not want to do that he will do. The bond of all this is peace. Why do you get along with that person? Why do you work in harmony with that person? Because it creates peace. And it achieves a goal that you couldn't do by yourself. Praise the Lord. The bond of all this is peace. It holds all together. The body should be at peace with itself. There should be no inner turmoil Come on. and fighting, yeah. no struggling between members. Right. Such a body is a sick body, right. and it will not reach its greatest potential. Yes. Man. Yes. Yes. We need to unite ourselves together and tell the devil, I don't care what you tell me about my brother and sister. I'm going to love them. And if I have, if I have an art against them, I'm going to just love them anyway and say, Lord, forgive them. That's right. Amen. Amen. I don't have to sit back and get mad and stay away, waiting for them to come and come. Oh, forgive me again for the hundredth time for whatever I did to hurt them. When well, you going to have a nature to forgive? Like Christ. Mind like Christ. Think like Christ. Act like Christ. Yes, sir. Praise Lord. So our ultimate goal is to achieve unity in the faith. That's our ultimate goal. We, we are here to achieve unity in, in, in the faith. No man is an island. No woman is an island. The entire human race from Adam until now is we, we, we're, we're related. Okay? We depend upon one another. In fact, we depend upon thousands of people we do not even know. You didn't know that, did you? That's true. You're depending on the law enforcement people to do that job. You're depending on the governor and the president of the United States to do that job. Yes. You don't really know him. Yes. They don't know you. People, we don't even know people that we have never, there are people out there that we never met. And we'll never meet. Mm -hmm. We depend upon them. The economy functions because of a unity of purpose. Mm -hmm. Man who never see each other and who never view the finished product of their work cooperate in producing technical, technical equipment Amen. that results in accomplishments such as a space exploration. Mm -hmm. How long would it take a person working alone instead of in unity to make a matchstick? A pair of shoes, Jesus. an automobile. How long would it take one individual to build a house if he had a mine, if he had to mine the metal for the nail, mm -hmm. forge them into usable shape, plant the tree, harvest them, and refine them into boards and planks, set up the chemical process for the for the plant, and make. The window panes. Right, Trying to do all that by yourself? Can't do it. Right. You can't do it. Amen. Obviously, unity is an 
absolute important to the accomplishment of any project. So true. What is your project here in Christ? If it's to grow, you need to unify yourself. Realize that you ain't in control. Realize that somebody is, is trying to help you achieve what you're trying to get in this walk. How long would it take one man to evangelize the world by himself, to build one church by himself? The work of God is accomplished by team effort. Yes, sir. By unity and by one accord. Every man needs his brother. In doing so, we helping each other achieve a greater purpose. People are here joining the military sometimes because they want a greater purpose. But we in the army of the Lord, there is no retirement. Right. We in here until we die. Praise the Lord. So while we in it, let's achieve something great in God. Mm -hmm. If we learn to humble ourselves and do that and work together in unity, stop trying to, if the devil points something out to you about a brother or sister, you need to rebuke that in the name of Jesus and say, I ain't listening to that. Huh? I ain't buying that. I don't care. You realize how many people that came to me and told me something on somebody? Uh -huh. I said, oh, I ain't accepting that. That's right. I ain't accepting that. I'm upset that you you accepted and brought that garbage to me. My former pastor used to say, take the garbage and put it where it belongs, in the garbage can. Amen. Don't bring that junk to me. Amen. Amen, Pastor. Amen. So we see that unity is very important in our life. Mm -hmm. It will keep us working together. Yes, it will. That's why if you expect the church to grow, we need to be unified. Praise Not just in church, when we go away, we need to be unified. Praise what, 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 what the pastor said, we need to go because God, look, I'm letting you, what I'm trying to get you to see here, it's not a one-man show. This, this, this pastor alone can't perfect the five-fold ministry yet. Because you, you, God is trying to perfect you. He needs all the gifts to work that bring you to perfection. That's right. That's why sometimes he realizes the fact that it ain't all in his church. So sometimes he said, come on, we got to go out of town. That's we're going to have to go fellowship with somebody else. That's, That's why a lot of times we go to this convocation because we get everybody come and unify themselves and some saints and sanctified certain Many of people that told me said, man, when we all get together, ooh, we, you see the really mighty move of God. Amen. It's Amen. not there to say, oh, I'm going to show up and they better call me and if they don't call me, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> you got it all wrong. Amen. That ain't what it's for. I remember I used to tell him, I said, you ain't got to always call me. Amen. Call them all. I don't, I don't want nobody to feel like they're being overlooked. Amen. All of us important. Amen. You got something Amen. that God going to use you for. And when we get together, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm standing here. I'm talking, but you don't see my left arm or my right arm. But I go there, you see my left arm, my right arm, my leg, my knee, and yeah. everything be there. Yeah. You been always on that. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, listen. Unity will keep us and help us mm -hmm. if we learn to follow faithfully. Don't let the devil steal that from you. This is why you need unity in the church. Amen. The church will grow if unified. 
But if we divide it, it ain't gonna work. All right, so let's encourage one another to love and be unified. The body is not one member, but many. And function in a way that it's going to be beneficial and work in harmony, be content with whatever it is you can do. When I used to do things, I did the best I could. Yeah. I tried to be, I wanted to be the best of the best. Even though I got no recognition for it. But then the end I did because the Lord eyes in all places beholding the good and the evil. Alright? So I want you to know that unity is very important. Don't look to, some of us, we, we see how we get when we go to work and it's supposed to be 10 people and five of them are called in. We're like, oh my God. Are you kidding me? You sit in your brain, you think, man, I wish I had called in. Because I can see the workload that's going to be dumped on me now. You miss the, 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 those other parts of the body that created that, that unified force. Mm -hmm. Now the force is not so forceful because five members are missing. Yeah. I feel it too. Mm -hmm. I want to work with all these people that call in. Oh, God. Jesus, Jesus. I come home and dump it all. I, I, I come home and debrief on my wife. <laughs> oh, they can't believe they did it. They did it. They did it. Amen. All right? So. Try to keep guilty. Yeah. This is why you need it. It ain't something that you want. You need unity. In order to grow, come on and unify yourself with believers. Yes. And let's Amen. let God wash that junk out your mind. Because the mind is the controller of the body. Yeah. Remember, we, we, uh, I, I talked earlier about unity of the body. If we can't, the mind is the controller. If we can't get our, our mind right, we can always be tossing to and fro, tossed by every sound and wind of doctrine. But when we get our mind right, we can put the body and make the body do unstoppable tasks. We see how it be when we master our body, the things that we can achieve alone. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuff that people thought I could never learn, how to do this and do that. I see when I mastered and control, got my mind to control my body, I can do these things. Can I master if I got together with two or three people yeah, like that? Yeah. What we can accomplish? Amen. Oh, God. Amen. 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 You should already be saying, I want that. I, want I need that. I'm going to get that. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Unify. Amen. This is why you need unity. God bless you. Amen. 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 Amen.